Are we going to the All-Star game? In St. Louis. No, Chicago. Damn, oh shit, can I see we your can pendant? You can hit all of them, Pelly. What? If you want to go, I'm can hit all of them. I want to go to the NHL All-Star game in St. Louis. Dude. We can go to the NBA one in Chicago. And then we can go to LA this summer. I'm planning on the Bulls are like Chance Chance rappers performing. Uh, yeah, half. It's pretty cool. Who was Common? Chance and Common. Yeah. Dude, Common Common's dope for to perform at, a, at an All Star game, but Chance gonna play his like stupid album shit. He might not. Maybe he gets a little. I hope he. Yeah, if he maybe, does acid rap or something like that. Probably do coloring book. Probably. Yeah. Can one of you guys rip Moistos for not pitching the ball? Who? Morstead. Oh, the guy at the end of the pitch play where he could have pitched at the... Oh, oh Horstead. Horstead. Oh, yeah, I'll rip into him. Because, dude, like, Jesper. we should have I mean, won that game. We'll talk about it. We'll talk about it here. You got an intro? Yeah. Okay. This is way more official than I thought of this. Absolutely, Bauer. That's what we did. <laughs> but we haven't even talked about this until right now, so... <laughs> at least you talked about it before. Yeah, I just thought it was, like, a bunch of people talking. Nah. It's a little bit more than that. Just put Look at this shit. Down, Look at that shit. Down. He almost jumped from the free throw line over Kevin Love and, and barely missed it. Look at this. God, I wanted Josh so nice. bad. I wanted Josh so bad, bro. Kobe Kobe is Warrior, favorite, baby. Alright, folks. Friday, it's 11.30 at night, December 20th. We're missing a few of the, a couple of the boys, actually. A couple of them. We're missing uh, Brent and Jerkus today, as you will, the sig party and the, uh, the loveliest kid. The loveliest. <laughs> I, had to, I had to think about that. Yeah, he's, a he's a couple different personas. I think yeah. loveliest is in middle Iowa right now. He's just chilling. Yeah, he said he's chilling at night. He's probably still driving, isn't he? No, no he said he's, oh, okay. he's, yeah. he's in, right. in Idaho right now. Yeah, they're on their way to Colorado. Yeah. we got a couple guests with us today. Willie is back. Willie? Willie how are we? Oh, great as always. Living life. Not a boy, Willie. And uh, first on the show, Aaron Bauer. We got two Aarons today. The fake Aaron. The real Aaron. <laughs> no, no. The fake Aaron. And we'll leave it at that. Well, I mean, hey, a lot's been happening. I know we get, we're a couple guys short, but uh, we'll, we'll just hop right into it while we can. The White Sox still making moves, man. White Sox are not going down quietly, let me tell you. And they still got more moves to make, and I'll get into that in a second. But they just signed Gio Gonzalez to a one-year $5 million deal. I, mean, I do not hate it. That me neither. If you do, then you're an idiot. I've seen yeah, a lot of mixed emotions about yeah. that. It's one year deal. Million. See what he $5 does. Five million dollars. Who yeah. cares? And that's that's the thing. He's cheap, you know, and he's a veteran. He's been there. He just had a nice playoff run with the Nash with the Nationals, right? And I mean, like, if he if he's if he's here four or three or five in the rotation, like. That's a reliable guy. Right yeah, now. where's he gonna fall, Gary? Too. Yeah, where will we be? Yeah, I was gonna ask because like right two. Geo I mean, then Geo, and then, and then <laughs> hey, that's nice. That's nice. Yeah, uh, Ronaldo Lopez, then um, Dylan Cease, then Kopech. So Kopech going I think, five. I think Kopech would be coming up a little bit later because he's. I think they're saying he's gonna start out in Triple A. Mm-hmm. So, Makes sense. Uh, Who's the other? I hate that though. Like I thought he was ready. I thought he was good Yeah, but to I mean, go. you don't want to push the young talent like that. But he, in fall league, his first pitch, I swear to God, his first pitch was 99 miles an hour. That's crazy. Fastball right there. And that was right off an injury, right? Yeah. Yeah. Off Tommy John. That's crazy. So, I mean, like, holy shit. Like, get the kid on the mound. But, I mean, hey, let him get his, you know, get his groove back in the AAA and maybe he'll come up and just do his thing all year. Hey, and you never know. I mean, like, 
like if Kopech's your five and then he starts having a good season, like you might. Oh, have... he's gonna get moved up to probably two. Exactly, but maybe even then, like if say like you guys, like the White Sox are building a legitimate playoff roster. Yeah. This roster is for completely years coming to together. Come, and it's not just like we're not just going for like a one or two year deal. Yeah, on the whole team, mm-hmm. like we're gonna have guys like Eloy, Tim Anderson, Yohan Mankata. <sighs> Who's that young center fielder? Luis Robert, yeah. Luis Robert, uh, Nick Madrigal, and then Andrew Vaughn's coming up, and he could be the next Paul Canerco. He he was the best hitter in the draft last year. When wow, him, and he was already just unreal last year in any minor league he was in. That's so, a hell of a take right there. Hey, like, <laughs> the kid can hit the ball. Hey, I mean, uh, you know, I I just watched a video on Twitter just like right before I came here. It was that swing. Yeah, and oh it was like, man. God. That swing is like so pretty, man. Like you literally can't top that in he, baseball. He just it explodes yeah. off the bat. Like he's by far my favorite player in the yeah. league. And by I'm, far. Whenever we went and worked out, you know, every morning you like every day you'd be like, Man, Yoan is just killing it. Like you'd say some shit about yeah. this and that, but you'd be like, Yoan is just unreal, man. Dude, he was. Because yeah. he was in this very small group of guys with like DJ LeMayhew and one other name. I can't I can't remember the other one. But it was like the last two to three months of the season that Yo-Yo was putting up MVP numbers. Absolutely. Like, kid can do it. Yeah. And all these Red Sox fans the past couple of years, and of course Cub fans come saying that he's a bust and all this shit because he hit 260 or whatever his rookie season <laughs> and he struck out more than Javi Baez. So, you know, we got we got all that, but now he's putting up MVP numbers. So. Yeah. And it's I mean, good. on top of that, you guys just signed Mazzara. You guys got some lefty power. I mean, you guys already got so much going on in that lineup. And if the rotation can come around, I mean, and I, I, I was looking into it before we got here. I mean, they're very much still one of the frontrunners for both Dallas Keuchel and Ryu. Like, they're like, they're alive in that. And that's, that's a fact. They're alive in it, but they're, I don't know if they're even frontrunners at all. They're like, honestly. I mean, and for both of them, it's like narrowed down to like three, four teams, I'm, and the White Sox are in on both of them. Recently, I'm hearing that they're trying to go to the trade block. They're not trying to sign anybody. Which would make sense. Uh, pitching front, but I really hope that that's not David Price or like a guy like that. Like, that'd be brutal. That'd be so White Sox. He'd come and just get injured or be terrible because he's old. Yeah. And it'd be so White Sox. It's not what we're looking for. No, we need a guy that we know can pitch. Exactly. You need some, or at least somebody that like you has like why, has the prospects. You know. Why did Zach Wheeler's wife had to be from New Jersey, in not Chicago? <laughs> You're right. Because that that guy's fucking whipped. <laughs> and his wife's like, you know, I'm from Jersey. We need to stay in Philly. Like, no, fuck you. Fuck you, bitch. Come to Chicago. <laughs> we offered him more money, didn't we? Yeah. Hey. We $25 million. Hey, happy happy wife, happy life, Yeah, right? happy. All right. <laughs> I'll give you the benefit of the doubt, Zach Wheeler. That one definitely hurt, though. I'm, Have I, fun I, in Philly, you pig. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, he's probably gonna go out and hit hit up a, a bunch of side chicks on a on a club night or something like that. Yeah, him and Bryce. Yeah, oh we know what you're on, Zach. Yeah. We you know went, what you're up you to. Went there for Bryce. Hey, yeah. at Zach's wife, look out, okay? <laughs> we're at irrelevant. You can friend us if you want, follow us, but we're gonna help you out, man. We got a problem, man. <laughs> Not <laughs> Let me tell cool. You. Not cool, man. Not cool. So other than that, Cardinals signed Quan Young Kim, the hottest the hottest prospect in all the market. KK. KK. Oh, yeah. Showed up to the St. Louis press conference and had a sign that said, Hello, St. Louis, because he can't say it himself. <laughs> and I love it. That's dope. I love it, baby. <laughs> I mean, hey, like I said, hottest, hottest player on the market. Everybody wanted him, of course. No doubt about it. He's a lefty. He's got a lot going for him. I love I love the, his junk. He's I watched a little bit of his highlights. Oh, that came oh, out oh, totally oh, wrong. Oh, I love his junk. 
He's a... Uh, <laughs> Come on. <laughs> you repeat it? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Dude, he's... <laughs> He's le- he's he's legit. I like. He's thirty one. He's been through a lot in, in uh, overseas. Uh, he's got good prospects. Again, I'm I'm excited about that. He definitely wasn't uh, you know the hottest thing on my on my on my radar. But at the same time, we're still in an Arenado, uh, Marcelo Zuna. Oh jeez. Uh, Marcelo Zuna ain't going anywhere, man. I don't know what the fuck's happening, Marcel. I have no idea. I mean, yeah. you know, the, the normal teams that are in on these kind of guys. Yeah. Like the Reds this year and the Rangers. And I don't know. Like, those guys are always in on, like, signings like uh, Ioannis Cespedes and Marcel and guys like that. Yeah. What, where the fuck even is Ioannis Cespedes even more? He broke his ankle and he fell off his horse last year. <laughs> he fell off his horse. That's, yeah, that's what they're saying. He fell off his horse. He's on the Mets, right? Yeah. Mets? So is he's he still... riding a horse in New York? <laughs> yeah, what the he fuck? He has like a ranch or something out there, dude. <laughs> you can go upstate New York and get a nice yeah, ranch. Yeah, you can. A lot of I just, I just didn't uh, expect it. Oh, yeah, man. Especially out of Ioannis Cespedes. I mean, hey. I mean, a lot, you know. Maybe he was partying, took a dive. Probably. <laughs> fell off the horse. Yeah, one of my say. old bosses said he fell off his horse and broke his ankle. <laughs> exactly. Maybe, it's, maybe it happens. Same story. <laughs> Same story. We all know that. But yeah, I mean, Cardinals, we'll see what happens. They've still been stagnant. I'm a little frustrated at how stagnant they have been. If Quan Young Kim is our biggest signing of the, of the whole season, oh boy, I don't know where we're going. But at the same time... I think it's worth noting that the Cubs have been very, even more stagnant. In fact, I'm starting to wonder if they've, you know, they've kind of like conceded that like nothing's happening this year. I mean, sure. they hired they hired David Rice or David Ross, David Rice. <laughs> they hired they hired David Ross, and they have the same roster, but they aren't they aren't making any moves. It's like I mean, you can't expect change just by hiring like just by changing that guy up top. Everybody loved Joe Madden. Like it was, it was a, it was a known thing. Like everybody fought for that guy. Everybody loved him. Everybody would have, like everybody, in terms of head coach, they gave him everything they could have given given as players. And it's like you think that just by changing that position is going to change everything. Like you're wrong. You guys have to change your core. Kyle Schwarber needs like the Yankees are going after him, and they're so like locked down on him. It's like why are you so locked down on him? Give give them a chance. The Yankees have a lot going on in terms of their farm system. Yeah. Give them a chance to make you a deal. Like you you don't have to win this year, but you can go. F- like I'm not a Cubs fan. I'm not trying to like vibe for him here, but like just be smart about this. So you guys, your roster hasn't worked for the last four years, so figure it fucking focus out. Focus on the pipeline. Exactly. Like, come on, Theo. Like it's. That's what I read today, that the the pipeline and something else in their organization was clogged. And I was like, <laughs> clogged. nice. I'm like, grab the plunger, Theo. Yep. <laughs> Not your league anymore, buddy. Loosen her up. <laughs> it's That's that's a good way to put the Cubs right now. They're clogged up. <laughs> They're clogged up. I and love There's that. not a single plunger in this world. all this place. Not a single plunger in this world. Yeah, Wyler, what, what's your take on the, clo- on As the a Cubs fan with a clogged toilet? <laughs> I'm just so clogged. Quotations, Clark toilet. Every toilet in Wrigley right now is clogged. <laughs> and all their toilets okay. are just porta potties because they still can't even afford fucking toilets. Yeah. Don't the you trough, just piss on stalls. the wall? They're they're the, horse 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 the venue is finished. It's it's good to go. Yeah, yeah that's where all that money went. Not on good pitching. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. Yeah. Hey, sorry. sorry. What's your take? Yeah. We didn't mean to do that. What's going to happen this offseason, and why are they so First stagnant? thing, offseason, it's Reddit, but I read a little thing. 
Reddit on Reddit. We got a secret. <laughs> nice. Secret deal going. They're keeping it very low key to keep Castellanos in Chi Town. No, he's going to. Well, yeah, he's going to come to the South Side. But he's not going Chicago. there because he doesn't like. He doesn't like the South Side. It's scary. He's not going to stay there. He'll stay in the same house. I'm glad that you. Brought, <laughs> I'm glad that you brought up Castellanos because I wanted to read a little quote that came from Castellanos' the, camp. And the Sox still are front runners on Castellanos. Are they really? But he came out and took a shot and said like he wants to be in a winning culture. Mm-hmm. And, you know, socks aren't winning. Coaches. And I mean, and I was like, all right, buddy. <laughs> yeah, we'll get towards it. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get there. <laughs> so let, him, let us keep him then. You don't want him. Here's, here's I want him still. No, <laughs> I mean, you don't. Brian Moore, that'd be hilarious. Put him in right field. Could you imagine? Yeah, Could you imagine? He wouldn't play. But what, base to finish here. it off, I gotta say, what Pelly was saying about the whole system, I agree with 100. percent I don't think changing the man is changing the culture drastically ain't gonna change the players. Mm-hmm. They're still gonna play the same way and have the same motives. You can't just change somebody's motives. Exactly. Like we we all know that the Cubs are one of the most talented teams in the league. Like they there's so there's no talent, way around you that. Got, you gotta find a way to work. It's like a, almost like a Belichick thing. You gotta find the strengths of these guys, but you you know the strengths. Everybody sees the strengths. But you gotta find the guy that's gonna be willing to work with those and try and help them develop that more mm-hmm. to help the team. And that's the thing. Like it's it's so difficult. It's so difficult to imagine that past Joe Madden because, like I said, I mean, like Joe Madden, like they well, loved that him. Twenty sixteen year clicked. He knew everything about the team. The team just we we had momentum. It was history to be made. We went and did it. Oh, and then mm-hmm. since the team hasn't played like a team, in my opinion, we haven't been together since then. It's been different. Like just since it's that. like you won and now you're done. Like. What was the point of winning the one if you're not going to keep going for it? Hey, you said it's it, man. My thing. One and done. Yeah. I love it. They were. And, and I was going to say that, like, you know, every team has this in a championship year. They have a little luck going on. Mm-hmm. Every team. I'm not I'm not picking on the Cubs at all, but Joe Madden's a gutsy coach, and his gutsy calls paid off that year. Yeah. Quite a bit. And I tell you what, though, I love that. I love a coach that's willing to have a, a little bit of cojones, and he's going to go for it sometimes. Yeah, he's take that. sometimes, sometimes they're big dumbass. <laughs> hey, me, well, me and me and should have ran the ball. Me, and, I mean, hey, if you really look at it, you can't blame that. That's a decent idea. What run the slant you round on first down on the goal line? It could work. Yeah, it could work. Yeah, no, 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 I will this not. No, football. Give Marshawn the ball. Let the boys go in there and get it done. That is the that is completely wrong. He probably he could have thought that like they were gonna take that run. And it could have got a slip slip pass right in there. You, you have, never know. You have Marshawn Lynch. Marshawn Lynch is known in his prime. to run through people. He was at the end of his prime. He wasn't out of his prime. He's still there, though. Prime is a prime. That's what I'm saying. That's the, that's, that's, see, I just, that's, that's the worst play <laughs> call of rob. all time. They robbed themselves. That's the worst play call of all time. But I just wanted to bring this up because you brought up Nick Cassianos. Uh, the Giants and the Rangers have been all over him, and it sounds like it's kind of like between them right now. The Cubs are still kind of in on the race, but... Um, this is the quote I saw from Cassianos's camp that really raised my eyebrows, man. I was like, holy shit, I can't believe that this actually came out. But it says, quote, I want to earn it. Like, he, like, wants to be part of a culture that, quote, who value him for more than just his offense and that treat, quote, clubhouse culture as more than just T-shirts and talking points, end quote. And that came out of Cassianos's camp. And that's something that just, like, you know, like, you can you can tell that, like, I mean, Cassianos was a vocal point of that, that Cubs team at the end of the season. At the same time, if something like this comes out of the camp, like you, you can tell that there's something going on. Like there's, there's, it just hasn't been coherent. It hasn't been, you know, they haven't been on the same page. Period. And that's yeah. just like a result of everything. It's not smooth means. sailing. Yeah, exactly. And there's a lot of problem going on in Chicago, and I fucking love it. Let's go, birds. <laughs> I can't, I can't explain to you how nice it is to see the Cubs, the Cubs struggle like this while the birds are fucking worrying about signing Marcelo Zuna or going and getting Nolan Arenado. 
It's a good deal. <laughs> it's a really fucking good deal. Let me tell you that. Uh, Gary, I mean, the Hawks have been up and down this year. Mostly down. Very mostly down. <laughs> but what you got for us this week? I mean, it's just, oh, it's the, there's drama in the locker room with Colleton. Uh, healthy scratch in the NHL is not good. It's pretty much your coach telling you, like, I know you're good to go, but you're not going to play tonight, so don't even dress. And they go to sit up in the press box. And he's doing that to guys like Brent Seabrook, who have been here forever. Mm -hmm. And he's been playing with Duncan Keith for how long now, and they're best friends. And Duncan Keith just gets back from an injury, and the first night he healthy scratches um, Brent Seabrook, which is later to be found out as an injury, so I don't know what's going on there. So it's not a healthy scratch. It was listed as one. That's weird. But he was injured. It's so weird. So I don't know what's going on, and now there's trade rumors going around. And, I mean, they were saying that before this year and last year. So, I mean, because that's one of the worst contracts Hawks have ever done. Because mm-hmm. he's old now, you yeah. know. So his but, time's coming up for Chicago. Yeah. Like, they're, I mean, well, the time is now. We stink. Yeah. That's yeah, true. <laughs> it's, it's, re, it's rebuild mode when uh, Jonathan Taves is playing with uh, constantly with a guy who has no NHL experience. It's just, what do you expect him to do? Like it's just, it's it's terrible. We got ourselves a little treat right here. What up? <laughs> what up, jerk balls? <laughs> Dude, there's been this guy standing next to the bar for the last forty five minutes, just tapping up the table. I needed to come outside. <laughs> <laughs> What's going on, jerk balls? How you feeling right now? Well, let's get the cat out of the bag. My week has sucked. I went 0-5 in fantasy. I haven't made all the final fours in my life, and I went 0-5. And the Bears lost. Season's over. But mark my fucking words, even though I took the Chiefs on the picks, just to be safe, the Bears went 31-17. But anyways, how are you guys doing? Great. (laughs) Feeling fucking great, you know. You caught us at the perfect time, man. Mid-pod, about to get into some Bears talk. Beautiful. Well, I I will tell you guys this. I'm going crazy. I just want to leave. I want to go to Riverfront. Shout out Colton for opening a dope ass bar. If you haven't uh, gone there, shout through. <laughs> but that's besides the point, dude. I haven't broke the seal once tonight. Now, goddamn. That a boy. Hell yeah. boy. That's big time, man. I mean, I mean, how many? How how deep are you right now? Too many. About <laughs> double digits. I'm I'm on my shits. But I'll tell you what. Chevy ditched me about two hours ago. And I'm a little upset about it. That motherfucker, he thinks that just because he's in the championship, he can fucking just do whatever he wants. He's a little twat. Yeah. Hey, while we're at it, while we're talking championship, Wiley's team's dog shit. Hey, Wiley's right here. <laughs> hey, hey, look. Hey, oh. Hey, oh. hey, dog shit team, you fucking... W, buddy. Hey, you know what? If I make the right starts, it's no biggie. But, hey, three years in a row, that's nothing to sneeze at. Five years in a row in the ship. I, I've done shit that no one's going to do in this league ever again. I've done what I've had to do. Wiley, congratulations. Your team fucking stinks. You're going to get dog walked this week, you fucking scrub. We'll <laughs> see about it. Hey, Jake I've is... never rooted for somebody so hard. Go Chevy. Fuck <laughs> you. have no business being there. If I asked every single person in the league who the worst team in the league is, every single person would say the same goddamn thing. They'd say that fucking shit bag for easy team. Yeah, I tell you <laughs> what, wrong? though. We'll take a little luck. You know, yeah, exactly. at the end of the day, who's that's there? All it takes. That's all it takes. That's the that's the grand that's fantasy. That's the best part about it. Care. You know, you know, Jerkis. While I got you, I just want to I just want to ask you one thing. I mean, you had you had a couple of decisions to make in terms of start starting who and who this week. You decided. Okay, to... and I know what you're gonna bring up. 
you know who Byron's or Boston Scott? Boston Scott, Monday night last week, yep. or two weeks ago against the New York Giants, he had about 15 rushes for like 100 yards and a touchdown. I was not, I was very reluctant to start Miles Sanders because Doug Peterson, in his career, has never averaged 13 carries or 13 touches for a starting running back in his career. So I was like, you know, this Boston Scott guy came in, did his thing, Miles Sanders hit cramps, and Devin Singletary was my guy going forward. Devin Singletary turned the bell cow. And sure enough, Devin Singletary's fumble costed me my game. And, you know, the first day afterwards, it really hurt. But then I really thought about it. I was like, hey, you know what? My name's on that trophy three times, and I got four other dudes on this podcast that ain't touched the championship yet. <laughs> yeah. Am I wrong? Can't, yeah. I can't argue that. I, I mean, mean, you got to appreciate the greatness. I mean, you're not wrong. Hey, I mean, all of us, I, I was talking to Steph last night. We were talking a little bit of shit. Can't lie. You know, you, oh, you. Of course, all you guys wanted me to lose, and I'm glad I did. Exactly. You know, we're starting a new streak. Exactly. That's the thing. You know, like I did. I of all things, of course, why these team is ass. That's a that's a given. Dog shit. But Dog at the shit. at at the same time, you know, I just couldn't stand a four peat. I couldn't stand a three peat. I couldn't stand a two peat. I I mean. Hey, I'm on my MJ shit. Exactly. <laughs> and hey, and the fact that the fact that you defined a three year span of our fantasy league is definitely worth a golf clap. You're yeah, blessed. Because, I, you know, I, I hate to try and gas myself up, but I, I just feel like I've been getting shit on the last few years. Like, it's like, nobody's <laughs> been tipping the cap. So, you know what, you three fellas, actually, you know what, you four fellas, I appreciate that. Hey, Bauer's here, too. Shouts to Bauer. What's up, man? too. What's good, cuzzy? <laughs> <laughs> Dude, and the worst part is he called me at a bad time. I'm talking my shit on him drunk. That's bad. That's bad news. <laughs> hey, I've been trying to get through it a little bit hammered, too. You know, just trying to, just trying to do our part tonight. <laughs> Is Gary there? Yep, yeah, Gary's on the yeah. scene tonight. Gary, happy birthday, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Thank One God. Weekend off. Thanks, Circus. We wasn't hey, supposed to make it past 22. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I haven't yet. I'm 22 right now. Nonetheless, Wiley, congrats on your dog shit team making the championship. Gracias. Uh, I wish you the best of luck. Uh, I got commissioned standing right next to me. We're on, the pod, we're on the pod right now, so be easy. Okay. Okay. <laughs> oh, Nick Lynch. Welcome to the pod, I'm Commissioner Nick Lynch. Pie. I'm a pod. Welcome to the pod. <laughs> Nick Lynch, you've been at the bar right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Yo, it was an unfortunate... Yeah, oh, hold on. Let me get the phone. <laughs> unfortunate year. Nothing really went right. Hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> the only person I know to go from championship to dog shit list. <laughs> 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 oh. oh my god. And you know the crazy part is Jerkus isn't wrong. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck I don't know if that means I'll get I'll, I'll be in the ship next year if that's what that means. I think that it, it could. Okay. I probably not. Like the odds aren't in my favor. But like this it was a you know what? <laughs> you know, hey, I, I don't know what else to say. Nick Lynch, just, Nick Lynch. Is, just what? Just one one comment. You took Juju yeah. Smith with what overall pick? What was, what overall pick was it? What? Juju. Juju? 13. 13. It was 13. And what do you have to say about that? No, I, I don't regret it at all because, no, I don't regret it. Who the fuck am I picking over Devontae Juju? Adams. Devontae Adams. Okay, yes, but. You, okay, no, 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 no. Be, be honest. Hey, be honest. Hey, be honest. Be honest. You took Juju just so I couldn't have him. Okay, no, he was, I told Chevy at 15 to pick Dalvin Cook. Here's the thing about Juju. I don't regret that pick at all because 
Devontae was hurt. Devontae didn't have a touchdown until week 12. <laughs> Devontae did not have a touchdown until week 12. Tyreek was hurt most of the year. None of those wide. It was between Juju, Devontae, Odell, and Tyreek at that pick. And I went Juju because I like Juju. And I was like, that's 1,500 yards and 10 touchdowns. I don't regret that pick at all. None of those wide receivers worked out the way anybody expected. I don't regret that. I picked Nick Chubb at eight. And then I picked, you know, I got my guys. I got Leonard Fournette. And then I picked Monty, which was a stupid pick. Yep. But I don't regret it. And then I picked... <laughs> I, I, I don't know what to tell you guys. Yeah. In Nick Lynch's defense, Big Ben did get hurt week one. Yeah, Big we Ben have... got hurt. Like, yeah, fuck, fuck Big Ben. Fuck Big Ben. He fucked up a he lot of shit. He fucked up everything. <laughs> I was riding the Steelers I, I this year. I Big Ben, Big Ben fucked up everything because Juju was guaranteed. The way I was looking at it is like watching this. I've never had a Steeler, and like Juju was about to be that guy. The Big Ben has always had that guy. It was Heinz oh, yeah. Ward. It was Emmanuel Sanders. <laughs> it was Antonio Brown, and it was about to be Juju. So why not pick Juju in his, like, coming out year almost? Like, he came out last year, but on the year on his own, why not pick him? I couldn't and agree I don't, I don't regret that pick at all. Well, I'm ba- Aaron Pelican, what's your response? You know, I, I'm glad that you don't regret that pick, Nick Lynch. I don't. But let me tell you something. I Look regret here, that pick. My friend. I, I regret that place. pick. I think that that was a terrible pick. I think you fucked up. I uh, think... Okay, no, no, no. Let me ask you. What could I have done better? What could I have done better? You could have fucking... At wide receiver, what could I have done better? Take it somebody that the three-time repeating championship fucking wanted on his roster. Like, like... <laughs> oh, let me just... Let me just read into Austin Jerkis' mind real quick. I thought that was the whole point of training tonight in the draft. best for my team. Let me just read it. See, Pelly, that is why you will... <laughs> I won't even go that far. I won't even go that far. But Pelly, how many playoffs went? How how many playoff wins do you have? How many playoff wins do you have? I think I'm counting zero if I can, if I remember correctly. Oh. <laughs> we should have Collins from the bar. Every yeah, week. we need we need we need these weekly week Collins. Week, yeah, okay, you'll, we'll get you, you next week. Yeah, I looked at the time yeah. and I saw it. It was already on the fucking job. What bar are you guys at? Uh, El Elvis. Yeah. All right, I'm coming. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, Gary, go to Riverfront. I, I, if I, you know, I'm pretty sure we're going there. Yeah, not? yeah we're going to Riverfront, Gary. If you're going anywhere, go to Riverfront. All right. All right. Here, I see the phone real quick. Yeah, yeah, sorry. I, I saw the time. I saw it was 11.45. I knew you guys were mid-pod. I just wanted to talk to you guys real quick. Um, but nonetheless, Wiley, good luck in the shit, man. I hope you, I wish you the best of luck. I hope you get dog walk. Don't get me wrong. I hope you get my <laughs> fucking sack of shit. Fuck Zach Pascal. I think <laughs> eight minutes left in that fucking game, and then Zach Pascal gets double his double his yards. Twenty-four yards. And then he ended with six and a half points. Wait, Fuck what that. happened? Did he get like one thirty-yard catch? It, that it was a twenty like six-yard catch. Seven. I was up by a point and a half, and I was on Xbox with Stefan. You can even ask him. I was like, yeah. dude, this is looking good. Yeah. And then Pascal gets that. In the Me too, dude. Pascal gets that catch. I'm like, "Fuck, man!" Uh, and then I was like, "Okay." You know what? Things could be worse. It's 34 to nothing right now. Maybe they'll take out their starters. Maybe they'll get a field goal. And sure enough, the main, my main thesis here is 
shout out to Michael Thomas, man. I'm very reluctant to say he's better than DeAndre, but Michael Thomas is amazing. The best 1B of all time. My best draft pick in, of, in all the whole, of all of all time. time, dude. Of all time, that's crazy. And like. <laughs> Shout out Michael Thomas, dude. I just DM'd him on Instagram today because I can't track my order. I can't track my order on my T-shirt, but hopefully it comes in the fucking mail. <laughs> you know, it sucks, boys. I, I'm not gonna lie to you. I was really upset the day after, but then it set in. I was like, you know, I've done, I've done my part in this league. Yep. I've done what I, you know, it, it's, it's already been done. It's said and done. Yep. And shout out hey, Mike Thomas, man. Mike Thomas good. kept me alive all year. Let me ask you this: Did you get your trophy engraved in the third year? I'm going to do it Monday. I, Are I, you okay? And that's I, the I thing. That for my sake, because if not, I didn't do that. Like, no, no, I got it. Okay. But I didn't want to go do it until I lost, and now I lost, and it's been it's been a shame, dude. Wiley, I'm well, not shit. Here's what I'll say: For your sake, Jesus Christ, it needed to happen at some point. And, and that's like, the thing: the fact that it was like in a year that like everybody was like, "Well, fuck this!" Like, right? It's Jerkis' year again, and I'm happening right before our eyes. I'm glad the league is a lot more competitive now. Don't get me wrong; I wouldn't rather have it any other way, but. <laughs> it just sucks, the way man. It the way it happened, all the little variables in it. Fucking Devin Singletary's fumble will stick out to me for the rest of the year. Josh Allen scooting in for an untouched fucking QB sneak on the one oh yard line. Hell yeah, that'll stick out for me. <laughs> Love Jordan that Hill guy. Having ten of Jimmy G's twelve complete passes in the first half. What the fuck is that, <laughs> dude? Fuck Saquon Barkley, he fucking sucks. If anybody takes Saquon in the first round next year, you're a fucking idiot. Unless it's the last pick in the first round, then I understand. Saquon sucks. Saquon sucks. Somebody tell me otherwise. Change my mind. I mean, he's pretty good. He's good. He's okay. Just no, no, we don't have to give up anything. He's just our lead back. But he got drafted second overall. That's like a seven million dollar contract for a running back, okay. a rookie running back. At that. Okay. Anyways, that's besides the point. Yep, besides the point. I don't want to hold you guys up too long. I appreciate you guys picking up the phone. I appreciate you guys riding this out tonight. Aaron Wiley, thank you for coming on. Let me get you one more. One more shout out for Nick Lynch before I wrap it up. All right, all right. <laughs> all I want to know, Pelly. <laughs> Sam Darnold? <laughs> oh, my God, God, bro. Put this on the pod. <laughs> Pelly, I got, I finished last place in the regular season. And we've never done regular season last place. I, I, I'm not taking last place this year. That is between you and Gary. But, Bullshit. Lord, Deshaun Watson or Sam Darnold? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Against against the most against the toughest defense in the NFL, or against like the third least defense, like toughest defense. God, you know what? You know, you know, you can talk all your shit you want, Nick Lynch. Uh I'm listening. At the end of the day, your team was jack ass all season. I mean, like, Kelly, Kelly, let me tell you something. At the end of the day, we can talk all the shit we want to each other, but it doesn't matter because we both. At the end of seriously, at the end of the day, oh, yeah? we both missed the playoffs. So we're just talking shit amongst the bottom feeders. Yeah, so it, it, it does not matter. Except my team was actually playoff caliber. Your team like belonged in like it the fucking not. Hall of Fame of all time bad teams. No. Oh my god, get <laughs> out of here. If you say that, you're not a Julio fan. Dalvin Cook had a hell of a year. It was a, I it just did not happen. Robert Woods is really good. Uh-huh. Yeah, look at him, bro. You oh. look at him as your wide receiver two, oh. my friend. <laughs> Baby. Wide receiver one. Wide receiver one, Amari Cooper ain't shit, bro. Oh, boo, boo. See, th- thank you, Jerkis. Thank you. 
No, yeah. Hey, dude, I love Amari. Hey, hold up real quick. Tonight, Chevy asked me who my top three receivers in the league were. I said 1A, DeAndre. 1B, Mike Thomas. 2, guess who I said? Amari Cooper. You watch that all 22. Amari gets five yards of separation per route. He's one of the best receivers in the league. There's no doubt about it. And I knew what I was giving up at that trade. I've said it a million times. And, hey, honestly, Pelly, it worked out for me. It worked out for you. DeAndre didn't have under 10 since he came home. And that was the toughest trade to get done in my fucking history. Because every single time we'd get close, I said some dumbass comment, like, just let DeAndre come home. And then that would trigger you. I pissed, like, yeah, it oh, pissed me off. On. Hold on. DeAndre's <laughs> home. Yeah, like, he's already home. And, you know, <laughs> I think my biggest mistake this year was just staying content at the deadline. Le'Veon had his best week, week one. And I, I said on him all year. Yep. Le'Veon, I, I tried getting Patty with him. That's true. I offered Gary... Pat, or Matt Ryan and Le'Veon for Marlon Mack and Patty, and he didn't do it. I can't say I blame him at this point, but hey, man, you know, different strokes for different folks. Nick Lynch has got another piece. This might be another 10 minutes, boys. <laughs> Pally. <laughs> I mean, I mean, where have you... All I'm saying is, my team was dog shit, and I said it myself all throughout the season. He did, to be fair. Yes, I Jerkus heard it more than anybody. Just echoing what you said. Yeah, no, I, exactly. Like, you said it, and I probably got pissed, but I won't admit it. But That's, that's a good I'm moment. Honest, I, I've got a shit. I, my name is Hans Trophy. I, I was in... I. Nick Lynch, Nick Lynch, two years ago, Nick Lynch. Two years ago, I, I, I got third, and then, like, last year, I, I got a tough loss out to Jerkus, who has just been ruling the way I can't say anything except, like, this is Jerkus's league at the end of the day. Nick, Nick Lynch. A close second. Nick Lynch, I'm going to tell you something. I don't think you have a playoff win. I'm going to tell you something, Nick Lynch. You won that trophy before I was even in the league. I haven't seen you win shit since I've been in the league. That, 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 That's fine by me, my friend. Ever since That's I've been in the league, ever since I've been in the league, I haven't seen you win a dime. You know what? Uh, I don't really care. <laughs> we'll, we'll look at next year. Next year will be a good time. Hey, when's the draft? It's a good old time. And it, it'll really, a lot of questions will be answered next year out of everybody that's in the league. Hey, go ahead, Jerkus. Realistically, this year sucked. Let's think about it. Let's talk about it. The whole year sucked. David Johnson sucked. Alvin Kamara sucked. Le'Veon Bell sucked. Odell Beckham Jr. sucked. Everybody got injured on my team. Wasn't as good as he should have been. Like, hey, Devonta did not suck. (laughs) (laughs) We just had a fan come out and say her team sucked too. How about that? We're all on the same page. (laughs) 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 But boys, my my main thesis I want to end with is don't get the buy next year because I I did a little numbers crunching. Anybody who gets the bye never wins the championship. In your journey, is I got I to be honest. As soon as I saw you, as soon as I saw that you got the bye, I was happy because you hadn't gotten the bye all three years that you won the championship, correct? Never. And so when you got that bye, I was like, you know what? I like this. I fucking like this. Dude, and you know what sucks? I put up 180 on the bye, and then ooh, that's tough. <sighs> And they're like 153 ain't nothing to sneeze at, but Wiley ain't put up 150 since fucking week six, and his dog shit team put up fucking 150. So what are, what are you gonna do, man? Hey, 3.86, boy. Look at the draw. Hey, no, that's hey, that's fantasy. Congrats, Wiley. You're gonna get fucking dog walked this week. I, I wish you the best of luck, though. <laughs> All right, boys. I think we should let you go. Thanks for calling. Hey, beautiful. Thanks for answering. Honestly, can I say one thing? <laughs> okay, real quick. 
Kelly, it's all trash talk. At the end of the day, we're good friends. So that's all I'm to say. You're my bro, Nick Lynch. People, it's all in good fun. It's all in good fun. You, you know that. I wouldn't say it if you didn't know that. You're my dog, Nick Lynch. Don't worry about it, man. I'm just coming for your neck when it comes to fancy football, baby. <laughs> it's not going to happen. All right, boys. <laughs> Bauer, Wiley, thank you for coming through. Bauer's in the building. Say what wow. up. Hey, it's, great to, it's great to hear from you. It's been so long. <laughs> 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 oh, Alright, peace out, boys. Appreciate the call. Peace. Alright, well, there those, it is. Those, I mean, that was our fantasy segment. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I had that written down, so I'm glad we got that out of the way. <laughs> Shout out to Jerry, just and Nick Lynch having a good time out tonight, you know, doing their thing. Uh, next, I just want to bring up a little bit of Bulls talk. Uh, it's, they stink, too. Well, this is the thing, though. <laughs> we stink, yeah, that's, that's definitely a fact. But this past week wasn't that bad. It yeah. wasn't that bad. We had a win against the Clippers without Kawhi, but with Paul George, which was a valuable win. Yeah. And that's something that you can kind of walk away, uh, excuse me, walk away from and kind of just be like, hey, that's a good win. We're okay with that. It wasn't really in question the whole time. We had the lead most of the game. Uh, then we blew a game, a 26-point lead against the Thunder in the yeah. fourth quarter, bro. Chris fucking Paul fucking comes back and beats us when we had a 26-point lead. Like, that's the shit that is just like, Chris Paul rubs me the wrong way, man. I don't know what it is. Yeah. Ever since he's gotten like older in his career, he's I'm not a big fan of him anymore. Something about him, man. Yeah. I don't know. He played for Houston. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck That's that. where he went downhill when he left LA. I was like, dude. Although, hey, that Houston team, I mean, like they could have beaten that. They could have, but it just didn't mesh well. And they're yeah. not all what they should have been this year. Already. Yeah. Like they're not. They're not looking like they're gonna be, you know, big contender anywhere. Yeah, well, they did just beat the Clippers last yeah. night. Was that last night? Yeah, James Harden and Russ had a great night. Yeah, I think Russ had 40. That, like, yeah. I don't know. I, I don't see it. Only time will tell. Yeah. No, me either. I, I mean, I haven't, I haven't since the jump. I mean, you can, you can say that adding James or adding Russ Westbrook in like and replacing. What is that? Oh shit! <laughs> <laughs> I thought someone was like bur- fucking burning on the couch. <laughs> but uh, you can say that you replace Chris Paul with James with Russell Westbrook. But I mean, Russell Westbrook has his, his style of play just. Like it's like identical almost to James Harden's. Like you, they need to run the floor. Yeah, exactly. They both need to run the floor, and that's the problem. And you can kind of see there's like, Russ just doesn't yeah. seem as into it this yeah. year. You know what I mean? I just, I, I just, I just don't think it's gonna happen. Except for when he made the uh, maintenance guy come out the other night and put a level Check on the rim, rim <laughs> to make sure that it was straight. That was ridiculous. Come on. That was ridiculous. And the guy like fucking like he was like, what the fuck is this guy talking about? Yeah, everyone to run after that. And though. he and he literally okay. puts the level up there and then just sees the bubble go right to the middle and he puts his hands up again. Yeah. Takes his ladder and goes out. Like, yeah, I'm out oh, of here. Oh yeah. This is bullshit. Like Should've what the fuck are you talking about? Tim Hardway Jr. Ooh. I see tonight. All night. Damn. Sweet two Guess the Sixers? Yeah. In in Philadelphia, too. So the Sixers have now lost two straight home games, right? 19 points in first quarter, 5 for 5 on three-pointers. Yeah. Wow. Unreal. Wow. It was hey. ridiculous. I was just watching Tim Hardaway take my money. Kobe White had, what, seven? Yeah, he's been on kind of a rocky road, isn't he? And I did want to kind of bring that up because he's just been – I mean, it's not like it's not like he's been <clears throat> terrible, but it's just his minutes haven't been there anymore. And the coaching, too, going back to the coaching again with these rookies in Chicago. They, they don't give them their chance, and they don't – they don't give them what they need to really succeed in uh, at the professional level. Honestly, I mean, it just doesn't—it doesn't make sense that you know you you want you you draft this guy seventh overall. You want you want him. You, you see all the tools early on. You see that he can drop literally thirty points on an, on a given basis. He, you know he's he's got a great IQ, and suddenly you just stop playing him. Like you just stop playing him out of nowhere. 
He's a rookie. He's going to go through ups and downs. Yeah. But you can't stop playing him. Tomas Sandoransky is a good ball player. I get that. Chris Dunn has been playing his ass off. I get that. Ryan Archie, Ryan Archie Diacono is one of Jim Boylan's dudes. I get that. But this organization invested what is one of the most important things in sports, and that is a first-round draft pick. He's into, a seed into of the future. Player. Exactly. Yeah. So you cannot, you can't not play him. He hasn't playing, been playing any fourth or fourth quarter minutes, and it's just like he's not going to grow. The kid's exactly. a developing impact player. Yeah. yeah. Like you're supposed to develop him. You need those minutes. This guy needs to play because mm-hmm. in order for him to find where he can make the impacts. He's got to see where the impacts are supposed to be made. You're not on the bench. You're not seeing. You're seeing it, but you're not playing it. You're not in the experience, getting those plays made yeah, that I he's going to have to be making here in the future for us if he's going to be a bull. And Jim Boylan's just not helping the Bulls as a team do that. Yeah, I don't know. What it, I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's they're like just a, oblivious to it. Too. Oh, yeah, yeah I don't like the coaching. These coaches are just they're oblivious to it. Yeah, they're completely fine with it. There's like especially Jim Boylan. Mm-hmm. He's terrible. Yeah, the way he handles things too. He's it's not meant for like this. Nagy. It's like it mm-hmm. just rub, rubs me the wrong way about how they handle being a dumbass. <laughs> and like you said, like even like the Hawks, the Hawks sit Seabrook, and it's just like you signed him to this deal. Why are you sitting him? And it's the same yeah. thing. Like we signed Thad Young to a nice deal. You know, he's been a good veteran for most of his career, and then it's just like, oh, we're not gonna play him. Yeah. Like what the fuck sense does that make? You're paying him all this money. Fucking play him. Play him. You know he's better than most of the players on your team. I just. Oh man, it's just crazy. Kirby Doc, that's a third overall pick, and in hockey, that can be your next Jonathan Taves. That can be your next Jack Eichel or Patrick Kane. Or yeah, the list goes on. Third overall, and he's and he was on the fourth line for ever, and he had these stretches where he's getting six points in four games, scoring four goals, and Colleton just doesn't move him up. To what? Prove a point that you got to really work for it in Chicago. You're an idiot. Nah. No, you play ride the hot hand, move him up. Yeah, like and you got Alex Nylander on the first line with Jonathan Taves, and that kid's got to stick up his ass. Like, come on, it's just it, they're oblivious. Yeah, it's like, absolutely oblivious. It's just some like I don't even I don't even know I don't even know if it's like a personal thing if it has like I don't I don't know like Tim Tom Thibodeau not playing Jimmy Butler for the first two years of his career practically you know like what. Like what sense does that make? You know, like you, like these kids, it, it, it's a youth movement right now in professional sports. It really is. And people that refuse to buy into that are oblivious. Yeah, they're bottom feeders. Yeah, exactly. They're oblivious. At least baseball's not like that. Yeah, you're right. And I mean, some hockey players on good teams, there's 18 year olds that can play on the first and second line in the professional hockey. Like it's ridiculous. Is these that, kids are 18. Is that mostly what that uh, Las Vegas team was made out of? No. Like so, what they they had like an expansion draft. They had a bunch of good players from the expansion draft. So they whoever just, owns the the Knights is rich as hell. Damn. So they was just like they like just took players from other teams practically. So they drafted well though. And they drafted well. well. Yeah, I mean they got the best goalie in the league. So and the GM got to be looking at him and wondering what moves I, is he going to make here in the future. How does an expansion draft work though? Like. You I keepers. would have to look into it. You get keepers, and then so many guys, whoever you don't keep, goes into this draft. That's just insane. Could you imagine just like one one year you're like I got these guys, and the next year you're like Hey, we're in this yeah. team. Still it's like you. a But I mean, you gotta pay team. them too, and you know you gotta give some stuff up. It's not yeah. like they just luck out on every everywhere. Yeah, you know, that doesn't happen. But totally, they pay for it. Yeah. They paid off to a degree. Yep. It's just yeah, it's just a frustrating time it's, in Chicago, man. It's, yeah, it's crazy. 
and we t- we talk about it every week, and it's just like every week we keep digging ourselves deeper and deeper. Yeah, into Chicago. Where else are we supposed to go? Yeah, I mean, what there's do you no do? upside to it right now. I mean, until opening day. <laughs> I mean, hey, Southside Pride, baby. White Sox are literally the best team in Chicago right now. If rolls. they look good, I'm gonna hey. buy. I'm gonna get the uh, weekend package for the whole year. Hey, I'd be going every fucking weekend. Witness That's greatness, man. Yep. Don't slump. Big balling right there, man. Hey. Hey. Gotta do what you gotta do. Exactly. The Sox are good. I'm gonna be there. Hey, man. <laughs> it's a special time when the Sox are good in the yeah. city, man. That's just, I mean, when they won in 05, the city erupted because it hadn't been, what, since since the Black Sox yeah, or whatever. Yeah, something like that. You know, and it's just... They've been they've been going through this this huge rut. And it's just like you can you can I mean if if the White Sox were to be relevant and were to win, man, the city of Chicago would go crazy. Bro. Yeah, they'd be they'd be going crazy. Yeah. It'd definitely be our city at that point. Exactly. Yeah, and you know what? I make the argument that it's starting to become that again. You know, the like like we talked about already. The Cubs are really stagnant. You know what's what's been happening isn't working, and they keep working and they keep going with that. And it's like hey. Sox trying to come up, yeah. Man. Like, and from a pure baseball standpoint, I know we're not gonna ever beat what me and my dad like to call a cubdom in Chicago. Nah, never. never beat it. No, no. Like, what other professional sports teams are like the Cubs? Very, very few. Yeah, maybe like the Yankees and the Cowboys, and like where they have fans everywhere. They've just got like, that people name. People just yeah. love the Cubs and like Wrigley Field and. All that shit. So I mean, all that shit. They, they they were there all year during like the loser years. Yeah. It's like the Hawks. Like the Hawks lead the league in attendance, and we stink. Yeah. Like the at the the other night, we lost four to one. There's forty one thousand people there in hey, Chicago. And yep. s- and same thing the Bulls. I just saw something like last week that said the Bulls are sixth in attendance in the NBA this year, and we're awful, yeah. but we're sixth in attendance. That just goes to show how we're dedicated fans. Exactly, Chicago. Even though we're gonna boo ya. We might boo you a lot. Well, yeah, because we're hard game. on you because we just we spent see... 80 bucks to be at this game and you suck. You're awful. Like, well, this is what we paid for. We didn't pay <laughs> We didn't pay for fucking whoever to walk all over us. Like, yeah. It's just... Stardom. That's what you, you come here to be a star or fail. Yep. And hey, we kind of we got into this little discussion before we started the pod. But you said that Patrick Kane is the greatest Chicago sports athlete. It's just, it's like, by far. I can see what you're saying. Like, I respect the hell out of him. Don't get me wrong. Like, he's a hell of an athlete. But Derek's from the city. He has the heart of the city <laughs> on his sleeve. He is the city like, of Chicago. I think this is literally, like, all of Chicago and on Patrick Kane's side and then you too. No. Not, see, like, I feel like... What about, what about Michael Jordan? Well, okay, no, we're talking about, no, like, the last, like, like decade. Yeah, sports. yeah, modern, modern sports. Like... Derrick Rose represents... So much more than The just, heart of yeah. the city of Chicago. Patrick, Patrick Kane represents... Championships in Chicago, but Patrick Kane didn't grow up I'm in Chicago. I'm talking athletes. Yeah, 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 yeah. From an athlete standpoint. Yeah, and Derek, Derek is like from every from every perspective, like the the greatest athlete that like of, of of especially of recent memory that has come out of Chicago. Even even plus even with the injuries and everything, considering what he's doing today, I just had this stat a couple of days ago. Oop, I just had a couple. Oh, I just had a stat a couple of days ago that I sent to Stefan. Per 36 minutes, Derrick Rose this year is averaging about the same amount of numbers that he's a- that he averaged his MVP season, and that's after ACL, two meniscuses, after a his broken plays face. look clean too. Exactly. But I'm not gonna. I'm like, don't get me wrong. I'm taking nothing away from him. I do think that he's a great athlete. It just the only fact I'd say Derrick is because he's the heart. Like he's when I'm there guy. and I like see him back in a Knicks I'm, jersey I'm and the crowd just goes as insane. As in like 
what he has done for the city. The what greatest athlete yeah, yeah. in Chicago for the past 10 years. Yeah. And you guys are saying that that is Derrick Rose. Yeah. But and I, but there's no chance. I don't I don't I don't hear I I hear you out on the Dude, Okay, game. okay, all right. Listen here. Listen here. Hart Memorial Trophy winner in 2016, Patrick Kane. Player judged most valuable to his team. That's an MVP in yeah. 2016. 2013, Conn Smythe Trophy winner. That's the MVP of the playoffs. Best player in the playoffs. Yeah. All right, I'll keep going here. Calder Memorial Trophy winner. That's rookie of the year in 08. Okay. Won that. Hey, Derek. This is all Patrick Kane. And this guy goes to the Olympics and he wins everything. Yeah. I'm talking a Chicago athlete and what he has done for the city. Yeah. Like, he is by far. He's definitely done. Bounds. He's definitely done more for the city Leaps in like and championship ass and accolades. I'd agree. I'm not talking like heart of the city or any of that. And like Patrick Kane's a Chicagoan now. Yeah, he's lived there for 12 years. You yeah. saw him get on the mic after that game. Like not heart the of the city. city. Yeah. He loves the city. Yeah. He's had three parades through the heart of the city. Yeah, you're right. Like I, I, I am having a really hard time taking any part of your guys' side here. Like it's just like it's, it's not close. Hey man, we're here I'm for the jump, argument. I, I know. I mean, I'm all for it. I really am. But like, I just, I'm not seeing any of. I'm telling you, man. Just that, that greatness that Derrick Rose. And I'm not ripping on Derrick Rose. No, no yeah. of course. He, he's still one of. My, he's my favorite basketball player of the modern era by far. Yep. But, like, as, as a Chicago standpoint, there's no chance. The reason I'm picking this on Derek's side is just because I was there feeling well, like yeah because yeah just like yeah I'm, a, like, I'm attached to him yeah that's how I was with exactly the Hawks. And, when and the Hawks were winning these championships that was like so big you go and see yeah. your boys on the TV it's it's that it's thing. so it's big. Like every kid's dream to go see your guys play their sport yeah, yeah. and that's what I grew up on like I grew up on the Hawks like mm-hmm. I didn't grow up on um, like really really big on the Bears like my dad was always a big Bears fan but it was always Blackhawks and White Sox because the White Sox were a lot better when I was younger. But mm-hmm. like, this is what I grew up on. So then, Patrick Kane was just like, he's a god. In Chicago. Yeah. Oh yeah. Absolutely. He's an oh, absolute no doubt. God. Absolutely. No doubt. You gonna have a statue outside the United Center eventually? Oh, you should. He, or he definitely will. Absolutely. Like I said, he's the best American-born player to ever play the sport. Hall right. of Famer. No doubt. Number in the rafters. Undoubted. Yeah, deserves it. Absolutely. Same with Derek too. Yeah. They hey, both. And, and just just like you said, you know, we don't you don't mean disrespect to Derek. We don't mean disrespect to Patrick Kane. I know at all. Like, I know it's just an opinion, but I'm like I wasn't trying to get in that like the heart of the city or anything. But I yeah, think, like even in that aspect, yeah. Patrick Kane does compete with it. Though. Oh no, absolutely, absolutely. This city loves winning is the thing. So it's the heart yeah. of the city. Like they yeah, love winning. Everybody in the everybody in Chicago knows who Patrick Kane is. Yeah, everybody knows who Patrick Kane is. Like, he's the guy. Yeah. Like, I love it. Pretty I sure know. I have his jersey. Pretty sure. <laughs> yeah. is, that, is that a fact or not a fact? I think it's a fact. Okay. We think it's a fact. <laughs> Stephen has the jersey. <laughs> but yeah, we were talking about the Bulls. <laughs> I almost thought you were going to forget about it, but I still had my shit ready. Oh, no. I, I, was, I saw you. I, you turned to the phone. I was like, all right, he's got this. He's got this. He's good to go. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it's, it's a good argument to have who is the best athlete in Chicago sports for the last 10 years, considering that the, the decade's about to end. Uh, I mean, like you said, Patrick Kane brought three championships to Chicago. You and those parades were <laughs> I mean, massive. That's, that's millions of people. Yeah, yeah absolutely. And, and just the fact that they did it three times and like yeah. that was a dynasty, and he was the the heart and soul of it. Yeah, he was. Absolutely. Along with Jonathan Taves, but I mean, like, Kaner is just unreal. And at this point in his career, last year he just had his best offensive career ever. Mm-hmm. And he's 
in his what? That was his like twelfth year or something like that. Tenth yeah. year or something. No, tenth year. Yeah. And he's still on pace doing he's like I think he's creeping up on top ten scoring. Yeah. So, oh mean, yeah. Like it, the show goes on. Absolutely. He's gonna he's gonna go down as one of the all time greats, like you said. Everywhere. Like it's yeah. He is he's the guy. Like I said. We just gotta hope that the Hawks are smart enough to build something around him to get one more They can't. They're just Stan Bowman's so bad. It's the same thing. Like, he got to start at the front office, and that'll never happen, so. Yeah, absolutely. Hey, man, it's just the irony of Chicago sports right about now, man. Everything starts at the top, and right now the top sucks. Yep. And that's the end of story. And, and here's Quenville's boys killing it. Six to one. That's Quenville's new team. Man. The Florida Panthers. I didn't even know he was on the Panthers now. Yep. Makes sense, man. Story. Top He's three. Like, Winning his coach of, all time, coach of all time, right? He's like positive 250 in his all-time regular season record. Crazy. And they just got rid of him. There he is. And the Blackhawks just got rid of him. Basically, basically out of spite. That's basically what they got rid of him for. And that's just kind of, you know, Chicago sports in a nutshell, man. Tom Thibodeau out of spite. That's how it goes. You know, so I think it's already been a pretty long podcast, so we're going we're gonna to skip right into Bears talk. Uh, man, it's... That hurt. That hurt. I, it hurt. Triggers kind of touched on it a little bit. Bears are out of it now. Lost 21-13 to to the Packers. In Lambeau. In Lambeau. Uh, uh, just, you know, it was just like a tip. It was a typical Bears game on the season. You know, like, yep. the offense didn't get going until the second half. Nagy looked terrible in the first half. Yes. And Why that, was he not wearing a hat? Maybe that was that. Yeah, me and, me and Seth went over this a little bit in our group <laughs> chat. Like, he said that he's just wearing a visor, and I didn't even notice it yet. And I saw the text him like a visor. Yeah, dude. Like it's like thirteen degrees. Not either. It's not it's yeah. Psycho. Yeah. Probably like, felt like three. God, Jesus. See, that's like, where you went wrong. He just woke up. He's like, well, his brain was frozen. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. He couldn't exactly. Think exactly. There's I'm no way. My visor that has no top on it. Today. Showed <laughs> off my bald, bald ass, ass head. Yeah. <laughs> Ridiculous. I mean, you like hey, like like wow. Bauer said, his brain was frozen. He he couldn't make the right play yeah. call for that I mean, whole first half. Don't get me wrong. Mark Trestman loved those stocking caps, and he stunk. Yeah, that's yeah. true. He kept, he, kept that head nice and warm. he kept that head nice and warm. Of course, this game had to come down to a last like pitch play that could have won. If this guy didn't try going for the glory and just pitched it one more time to Allen Robinson for a five five step route, he was probably he's just in. so nervous and like trying to be the guy as a rookie. Like he just wanted to do it. Oh yeah, and, I mean, yeah. I mean, I don't blame him, but. We were one pitch away. Got to make the IQ play there. I did see some tweets that were people were putting him in the same category as Parky, and I was like, "No, you." I was like, "There's no way." No, no, that's completely different. What? That's a heat of the moment thing. Literally on your back only. Like that was a pitch play, miracle type play. Miracle, miracle play. That's the thing. Like emphasis on the miracle. Like I wasn't even mad at him. It's like I was like, you know, in the moment, I'm like, "Fucking toss it," and then he does it, and I'm like, "All right, well, there's our season in a nutshell." Yeah. Like as the play started, like we thought our season was yeah. over, and, and then we still needed more teams to lose, and we still needed to beat the Chiefs. And yeah, yeah. Trubisky, you know, man, on. he's a hard cookie to figure out too. That guy. I mean, I, he starts out not so great, and then just like he starts heating up again, dude. It's like yeah. you just keep teetering on like back and forth. Are you the guy? Or are you not? And, and that's something I wrote down. I mean, yeah. so I mean, now we got now the shift is to next year. I mean, we we do have a couple more games left, and we want to finish so strong. But the shift is next year. Is Mitch our guy, guys? Keep him for one more. Me and you were talking earlier. No, it's guy. not. You need to bring in competition, and you need to make him earn that spot. Yeah. Because the past couple of years, he knows he's a starter. Mm-hmm. Can't have that. Because mm-hmm. he's. Guess what? He's not good enough to be that guy. To walk into an organization and say, I know I'm the starter. I can do whatever I want. He 
He's not good enough. Hasn't been. Yeah. He yeah. hasn't been. Yeah. He hasn't been good yeah. enough. That's a good way to put it. But I mean, that's we're, what he's shown. Me and Pelly were talking earlier. He really hasn't had, like, a terrible year overall. Like, he definitely had his stretch oh. of bad games. It's like, like, six bad games. And but, the bad is just so bad. Yeah, but yeah. do we stick though. with it and, like, ride this you career need, out? You have we, to stick with you it. You put a draft in competition. Yeah. You need somebody chopping at his ankles saying, oh, shit, I might lose my job. And, me, and not just, oh, Chase Daniel might come in at the second half of the game. No. It has to no. be on your head yeah. all the time. Yeah. Yeah. And I think Mitch is like the type of guy that will love that and he'll yeah. go after it even more. I mean, one, th- one thing that I'll say about Mitch is like through through this whole season, through everything, all the adversity and the media hating on him and then loving him and then hating on him again, Mitch has handled this all with a lot of grace, man. Like yeah. a lot of professionalism. Like he, like he, like in terms of media, I know it's, I know Except it's. Except for at the beginning of the season when he was bad, he did look like a scared little girl at the podium. You're right, and that's because like shit started hitting the fan. And he was like, "What's happening?" Yeah, and then when they'd ask him questions, he looked like uh, look at the coaches or whoever was next to him. Then he'd look at like all the reporters, and he'd be like, "Uh,", uh and then say something stupid. They, like, I hate your you typical cliche yeah, response. Exactly. But at the same time, like he, like you said, like it, as season progressed, he got better at that. He's handled a lot of this with poise. But you're right. I mean, we do need to make him work for that, and that's not the answer. Isn't Cam Newton? I was, you know, I was talking to my buddy Jay at the bar. The answer is not Cam Newton. You want to bring in somebody that like is gonna contest him, but you don't cost too. Yeah, exactly. Cam Newton had to come cheap. You 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 can't you can't just throw in somebody that's automatically gonna take the job. You have to make Mitch work for it. I don't know who that is. I don't know who the hell you would bring in, like a Nick Foles or somebody like that. Jake Fromm. Yeah, maybe Jay Fromm. Who knows? I mean, but you got yes, you do have to make him work for it. Although in these last five games, we'll see what happens in these last two games, which will be huge for Mitch in terms of going forward. Sure. But like in terms of these last five games, Mitch to me has proven that he has what it takes to be our guy. There is some you know, look. like Patty and Deshaun type plays. Exactly, like he can throw off his back foot across his body, and I'm like, whoa, Mitch. Yeah, like when he's doing it, I'm like, no. Dude, and then he makes the throw. He's an athlete. Like, you gotta let him shit. loose. And he does have a rocket arm. Absolutely. He has a fucking rocket. Absolutely. There, there are a handful of throws against the Packers and the couple yeah. weeks before that where it was like, whoa. It was tight, like, tight windows. Incredibly tight windows. Like tight windows that even like people like, I mean like Aaron Rodgers made that throw, but like those are the type of people that make those throws. Kids got balls. Balls. The tight windows are the quarterback throws I like to see. That's the quarterbacks I like to see. The guys that are confident enough to say, hey, I can get that ball in there. Because that shows me you've got the balls to go down there and, and make those plays. We just got to see you develop to a point to where you can consistently make those plays. Mm-hmm. You keep showing us games where you're there and then games where you're completely off track. Like, I just want to see more consistency. I'm, I'm, I like Mitch. The last games, he's been, those windows, they're, they're tight, like you said, and they're there. Everything is there. I yeah. want to see more Mitch, but, I mean, got to play him. We got to play him, let him just be an athlete. That's what the guy is. He runs. I still don't think Mitch is the biggest problem on this team. No, 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 I think it's on the Everybody. defensive side of the ball. Get yeah. fucking Prince out of Chicago. I've been <sighs> saying this for weeks. Nah, dude, it's Prince's old dusty ass knees. Can't <laughs> can't fucking guard anyone. It's true. It's anyone. Buster's the same way. Dude, come on. Any of us in this room could go out and play better than Prince. No, I'm I'm putting, Buster. I'm but, putting Buster in the same. But that also trickles Prince. down from Prince. If Prince can't fucking hold that side, they're gonna start attacking I'm Buster. Man coverage. Buster yeah. was getting busted. He is. Year. We need young secondary. Two and three yards behind the guy. That is way too much space in football, and he's just behind him with his little ass yeah. legs mm-hmm. and his short ass dreads, huffing and puffing, not catching him ever. Yeah. I'm like, come on, dude. 
Like, this is not the defense we had last year. Yeah. And Eddie Jackson can't cover 40 yards of field in the back. He's not even the free safety anymore. He's a strong safety. Yeah. And that's the thing that they move. That sucks. When he they, needs to be back at free safety. That guy can cover the field. Yeah. When the they, entire field. When they brought in HaHa Clinton Dix, they decided to move Eddie from free safety to strong safety and make HaHa this free safety. And it's clearly, uh, it's clearly been of impact. I mean, like... Eddie had six picks last year. He has one pick this year, and it was like a garbage time pick. Should, was, yeah, I don't even count that. Because yeah. You can't get to the plays as quick as you can at free safety. Free safety is such a movable position. You can be anywhere on the field. Wherever the play is going is where you're supposed to be, and he's really fucking good at that. He mm-hmm. can do that real well. Yeah. And, and I don't that's know. where he needs to be. We just need to, figure, we just need to you know, let, let like, Eddie Jackson was an all-pro last year. Like, you just let him play his position, you know? Like, I don't know why you would change that. That doesn't make any sense to me. I mean, he's the smartest guy in the room. Remember exactly. That's the thing. He's just always striving for that. And I mean, that's also a Chuck Pagano thing. Chuck Pagano came yeah. in and maybe installed a different defense, but also at the same time, we signed Ha Clinton Dix knowing that he was a he had been a free safety and that we had a free safety in Eddie Jackson. It was like we're gonna make this work. They play together. We'll figure it out. Maybe the situation was that um, Ha Ha just wasn't good enough at strong safety, and then Eddie was good enough to play a strong safety and they put haha at his natural position very yeah. possible maybe you know that and people i mean like haha hasn't had a bad year by any any standard but you can just like the overall impact it has on the defense like you said man our secondary has been giving up holes like yeah. like none other like yeah. our db i think it's mainly our corners with buster and prince yeah that's our fucking hole and like teams are seeing that mm-hmm. and they're and gonna Trickles down. Yeah, trickles down to the D line when which we had injuries and Roy Robertson Harris kind of fell off. He played amazing at the beginning of the season. Eddie Goldman gets hurt, uh, and then you know that puts a lot of pressure on Khalil because he's getting double and triple teamed every play because they don't have anybody to worry about in the middle. Yeah, like you know, you know how it is from like high school, dude. Like they know like if they'll they'll double team you, then like they they can attack that one area, go back to that, and just bounce back and forth. We're just trapped in the situation like that. Stupid. That for years. Yeah. And that's why I've been saying since since the moment when Keem Hicks went down, that was that was the moment that our season went from a little bit rough to bad. Yeah. You know, like that was when it just fell apart because suddenly teams could triple and quadruple team Khalil Mack. And it's ridiculous. But I mean I did want to bring this up. Our boy David Prince or yeah, Prince. Shout out, yeah. shout out to David Prince because we were just talking about David Price. Just want to make sure I got him right. <laughs> but he brought these stats, and it's like people have been talking about Cleo Mack being ineffective this year. But in all reality, he really has been quite dominant at the same time this year, even with oh, yeah. multiple yeah. teams. In terms of QB hurries, he is first in the NFL with twenty nine QB hurries. The NFL. Yes, and that's big time. That's the QB big. QB hurries are. Big. And that's to like be you triple teams. That, yeah. Exactly. And you're that's pressuring like, the QB. Exactly. To on, make bad throws. On top of triple teams and on top yeah. of triple teams because your other main guys in defense might have been hurt. Who is that guy? Last year he was fourth in hurries, and this year he's first. In terms of sacks, that's where the decline is. He's 29th with seven and a half this year. He had 12 and a half that last year. But that's okay because you can make your you can make your impact in a bunch of different ways, and especially up on other the, guys. Exactly, yeah. And I mean, people people are talking about how he got sex to the Pro Bowl, and it was basically a reputation thing. Nah, I think that Eddie Jackson getting disliked to the Pro Bowl was a reputation. Oh yeah, yeah. Eddie 1, Jackson did one thousand percent. He didn't deserve a Pro Bowl no. this year. He wasn't Eddie. He wasn't the same Eddie. Yeah, exactly. I mean, pressures. He had more pressures this year. He already has more pressures this year than he did last year. Forced fumbles. He has five already this year. Six last year. QB hits, he has 13 this year, 18 last year, plenty of time to get to that. He's been effective. You know, Cleo Mack is still what we, what we asked him to be, what we paid him to be, what we traded him to be. You yeah. know. 
It's just some, we just got to make it work around them, and that starts with Prince, that starts with Buster, that starts with people that can't hold their, down their position. And At the same time, we had a rough schedule this year, too. That's true. We had a tough schedule. Yeah, which I don't know why we got such bad treatment on that after one good year, but, I mean, it's just ridiculous. Like, it's like we got thrown into the gauntlet. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it, didn't, it, it really didn't end up as tough as it could have been. With the Eagles sucking, and Cowboys, the Cowboys stink. Sucking. So, and I mean, it's yeah. a fun win, and it just hurts more that the Packers are having such a great season. I mean, that's that's. I don't think they're gonna do anything deep in the playoffs. Yeah. I've seen the Redskins by five, and they barely beat us. Yeah, they barely beat us. Like you can offer shit call too. Back to the, I mean, the yes. Cordero Patterson call. Ugh. You'll have that in Green Bay. Ah, fucking terrible. Drove me crazy. Like that is such a bad call, bro. Like I don't know, I don't know how in a punt you can fathom or imagine that somebody waved a fair catch when they didn't. How do you, how do you how do you do that? It's with your own eyes. You saw this play unfold. It's crazy. You still made that call. And it, I just I don't understand. I mean that and that you can say whatever you want. That play ended up being the difference in the game. The pack turned into seven points. Exactly, it turned into seven points, and the difference in the game was a single possession. And that's that's why that is so huge. That should have been our ball in Packers territory. And even if we only get a field goal there, that's a momentum thing. Huge, mm-hmm. yeah. huge momentum thing. Like that's just and that's just early in the game that dictates the rest of the game. And the Packers scored that possession that dictated the rest of the game. They went on a little little bit of a roll. It's just like man, like ah, ah that's just the stuff that's so frustrating about it. But uh, hey, I, I said it going into the week. I was worried about it. We beat we took the Packers out last year out of playoff contention. Credit, revenge. Exactly. Credit to them. They came back at us. They returned called back. The exactly. They returned the favor. Uh, but you know what? Seven to seven. I at some point in the season, I was worried it would be worse than this. Yes, I I'm, agree. I'm content with where we are in terms of going forward. I think that we still have a bunch to work with. Uh, a bunch of youth. I I don't think Nagy needs to go. I think Nagy needs to figure a lot of stuff out. Yes. I don't think Mitch needs to go. I think Mitch needs to figure a lot of stuff out. Allen Robinson just passed 1,000 yards, first person to do it since Alshon Jeffrey in the Bears uniform. We Ant Miller been fucking balling. Bless you. Thank you. Uh, there's, there's a lot to work with. Defense is still, still, even with everything that we just talked about, there's still the third, third best defense in the NFL. Still yeah. the third best defense in the NFL yeah. by numbers. And so that just goes to show you that we have something special in terms of defense, yes. man. We'll see if they re-sign Danny Gervathan. Uh We'll see if they resign. Like Kwiatkowski, baby. Yes, yeah. that's the thing. I don't give a shit what anybody says. I don't give a shit if he's a half step slow. He plays the ball and he plays it well. He's I, a football player. I couldn't agree more. And I think it just depends on if they want it, if they choose him or Danny. Cause, Let's get him in a rotation at least. Yeah. I mean, fuck. Danny. He's uh, a ball player. They're, yeah. bo- they're both free agents this year. Yeah. So we'll see. We'll see what they choose to do. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, that's about it for beating that dead horse. Yeah, it's a dead horse at this point. We knew it, we knew it was coming. We were just hoping it wouldn't, but it did. And we'll see you next year in terms of the Bears. But yeah. we got a couple more games going on, Steph. What we got? Yeah, so last week, we, uh, we were all tied. Well, it was a four-way tie at 128 for, the for picks. our picks. Crazy. <laughs> Crazy. Gary, you started out. You had a hot week, Gary. 11-4. Yeah. and four. Oh, You are 139-81 and 81 now in first place. Wow. Fucking right. Wow. Man. Pelly, right behind him. 138 and 82. We went 10 and 5 last week. Get out of here. Get and then that. it's me in third at 136 and 84. I went 8 and 7. Brent went 7 and 8, and he is 135 and 85. And Jerkus went 8 and 7, and he is 128 and 92. So Jerkus is in last place. Yeah, he's still in last. Okay. All right. 
So the first game is Chiefs at Bears, <clears throat> and Kansas City is six. Kansas City's minus six. Yeah. Okay. I'm still going Bears. I'm now. going Bears. I'm, I'm confident. We got them at home. I think that the secondary is going to step up. I think moving home is going to have a tough night. I think Mitch has a good night. Let's go Bears. I all wasn't that pissed off about the last this pa- the loss this past week because the Bears covered on my teaser pick, of course. There you go. I will be teasing them a week again this week. They'll be at plus 12, so that's a gimme. I guarantee that the over-under shouldn't be... Well, actually, it's the Chiefs shouldn't be too high, but I would tease it and take the over. I really hope Nagy doesn't try getting too pretty against the Chiefs. Like, I really it's hope not this a good doesn't defense. happen. Exploit them and just do your thing. That's the thing. They're not a good defense. We should be able to do our thing. Yeah. Just a matter but of defense. As far as the picks go, I do think I will take the Chiefs. Oh, you're taking Chiefs on that? Damn. Oh, wow. Damn, Gary. What a, what a turn. Take yeah. Bears plus 12. I won't pick them to win. <laughs> he did all that plus just to 12. take the Chiefs. I already had you scramble plus down. 12. Seriously, I, I thought he already took the Bears. I thought I was already a given. All right. What's next? Then we start with the noon games. Jaguars at Falcons. Atlanta negative seven. And I think, well, we should mention that Austin and Brent both went Chiefs on the last one. And in this mm. one, Austin went Falcons and Brent went Jags. Personally, Jags. the Jaguars look stinky. Terrible. Really bad. So do the Falcons in a way. <laughs> You're right. I'm going with. Uh, I'm going with ATO on this one. Yeah, I'm going Falcons. Like right. The Jacksonville looks uh, horrifically bad. Yeah. Like, terrible. And did you hear about? I mean, all that shit about Tom or Tom Coughlin uh, and how he's been finding players for the most random bullshit. Yeah. Like, like I, saw, I heard about the Leonard Fournette thing. That that's is wait, fucking what? unreal. Listen to this. Tom Coughlin, when Leonard Fournette was hurt last year. He sat on the bench during their game, and Tom Coughlin wanted to fine him $100,000. Why? Just because he sat? Just because he sat yeah. on the bench, and he, he, he wasn't even dressed. Yeah, and he wasn't, like, dressed, so... What the fuck? He wanted to fine him $100,000. If I was the owner of a team and a guy did that, nah. I'd be like, how's it going, man? Get the fuck out of here. Like, feeling good? You just want to sit? All right, cool. Exactly, Have that's cool. One. Exactly, that's cool, man. Just chill. You know, you ain't out here. grand? Oh, and they I said smack him, dude. They said that Dante Fowler had dealt with over, uh, an over excess of $700,000 of fines along those lines. And it's just like, they, they there's also something that the NFLPA released that said 25% of grievances from... From all of the league, twenty five percent of all the grievances in all of the league came from the Jacksonville Jaguars organization, and it was basically like a league league wide like like letter to basically be like, hey, think about this when you're yeah. choosing Jacksonville, yeah. you know, and that's what got him fired. It's just like, man, how dumb can you be? Yeah, it's a man? dumb move. It's ridiculous. Like that's that's just a bad look. That's a really bad look. Yeah. Oh God. Honestly, for the league and for Jacksonville. Yeah. And for to the league for even giving them the chance to do that to these guys. Like we, I understand they make too much money, but a hundred grand for sitting down. It's a lot of money. What the fuck? Yeah, it's a lot of money for just sitting down. Oh my god, it's ridiculous. Jesus. Speaking yeah. of bad, bad situations, Cleveland also is next. Ravens at Cleveland. Welcome Baltimore's to the club, negative ten. Brownies. <laughs> you guys were supposed to go to the Super Bowl this year. God, isn't that crazy? <laughs> isn't that crazy? I mean, should I just save breath and just wash Ravens on this? Oh god. Uh, I'm a little stuck on this. Really? Hell yeah. I gotta be honest. I'm a little stuck Dude, on this. This be- fucking guy. Let me guy. tell you. In, in throughout history wow. of sports, when, oh my god! Throughout history of sports, when it, when a team makes this like like in a week, we've seen the Browns go from Landry wants out, Odell wants out, everybody wants out, 
it's a uh, Land or uh, Odell wants back in. Landry says that never happened. These they, are my boys. Exactly. Blah, blah blah. Exactly. So it's and it, like you can tell they're trying to make something happen, but at the same time, gotta go Ravens. You can't go against them. Jesus Christ. <laughs> so it's a wash. <laughs> 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 Back in 1918, when the Brownies... <laughs> when the Decatur Staley's, let me tell you about them. So next we got Saints at Titans, New Orleans negative two. Minus two. Stuff. Minus two. Same, same thing. It's a, just, to, just to be up with the better yeah, terms. Yeah, whatever. I'm going with Saints on this one. It's Ch- or yeah. Austin, Austin went Saints. or Yeah, Austin and Brent both went Saints. That's probably a wash. I'm going Titans. Of course you are. Good luck this week, pal. Thanks, Gary. Good luck to you, too. Fun getting out of second place. <laughs> now we got the Stinking Panthers at the Colts. Indianapolis minus six and a half. Nice. There we go. I hate the Colts. They look like poop last week. Poop. poop. But I'm still going to go Colts. They look like <laughs> I'm going Colts, too, because the Panthers are even more poop. I'm with you guys on that. Poop. And what did Gary, or what did Jerkison... Uh, they both went Colts, yeah. Drake so Boston and Brent both went Colts. And they'll be with the Indy family this weekend, so I'll cheer on the Colts a little bit. Oh, yeah. There you go. Maybe I'll even take that minus six and a half. Ooh, Ooh. feeling a little gutsy, <laughs> yeah. Ooh. If you're feeling it. We got a stink bowl with the Bengals and the Dolphins, Cincinnati minus oh. one. Oh, I saw that, dude. It's I love a it. stink bowl. Tease it. Tease the Dolphins, plus five. Love that. Get six <laughs> points. I'm going him. Miami. Yeah. Is, is, do you guys know if Andy Dalton's, is Andy Dalton quarterback? Yeah. I don't know, man. Austin went Bengals. Brent went went Dolphins. I want the Dolphins for sure. Give me the Bengals. Give me I the think Bengals. I saw that over under at forty six and a half. So if you tease it, you're at forty and a half. That has a good chance of hitting. Yeah, forty one points in that game in the Stink Bowl. It should be. I like it. That makes sense. I like it in Miami. I like that. Yeah. Then we got Steelers facing Le'Veon and the Jets. Pittsburgh minus three and a half. Give me the Steelers. The Jets are stinky, man. Stinky. I'm also going Steelers on that. Ever since the week I started Sam Darnold, they've just been stinky, stinky, stinky. Down a dark hole. Ugh. They're terrible. Give me the Steelers. <laughs> That's a wash. Assuming jer- yeah, wash. Jets are horrific. Is Eli out this week for the Giants? Yeah, yeah so, oh. so... Danny Jones is back. Danny Jones. Oh, we got Danny Dimes against the R-Words. Washington minus one. Austin went Redskins. Austin went Redskins. Brent went R- went R-Words. Oh, my God, dude. <laughs> I should be rich after this weekend, I hope. <laughs> I love this. I'm going R-words. Yeah. yeah. Oh, jeez, that's tough. Because, I mean, like, Danny Jones, man. Danny Dimes. Yeah. I love that. Danny Dimes all the way. You going Giants? Oh, yeah. For sure. Yeah, give me Giants. Give me Giants. I'm going Giants. All right, and then the start of the 3 o'clock games. The Lions at the Broncos. Denver, minus 7. Uh, Austin and Brent both went, both went Broncos. I'm going Broncos, too. Same. Little lines. I like it. I, I Switching mean, it up. Those, those quarterbacks in Detroit, one through four, can pretty much get it done. So, just depends. They're slingers. They're slingers. Detroit's slinging it. We really haven't talked about Big Fangio in a long time. Does he still stink as a head coach, or did they kind of turn it around? Their defense is honestly pretty high in stats this yeah. year. Their defense is one of the best in the league. Yeah. And isn't Drew Locke for real? Yeah, that that's the thing. Here? Okay, cool. His first row game, he nice. threw for, what, 303 touchdowns? I think. Good for Vic. I hope he doesn't get fired. Yeah. Me too. You know, I think that he's got a little bit of a culture going on. Shouts to Vic. I, yeah. hope he's, I hope he stays there, even though I wish he was still our defensive coordinator. Yeah. But yeah, Broncos. All right. The next team is the Raiders at Chargers. 
Uh, the Chargers are minus seven and a half. Josh Jacobs is out. That's a big spread. Stay away from this game. Stinky, stinky spread. Jerkus went Raiders and Brent with Chargers. I've gone the Raiders the last three weeks, and they've upset me every week. So I don't know what to do. I really want to take them. Is this in in L.A.? Yeah, 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 Chargers. Chargers. Yeah, give me Chargers, too. They're in the black hole. That's completely different. Yeah. Black hole, I'm also going Chargers. I just saw some E60s on the black hole. Crazy stuff, man. Hell yeah. Crazy it's stuff. a legendary place, to be honest. Yeah, it's a shame that they're moving out of uh, Oakland, man. Now we got a rivalry. Cowboys <sighs> at Eagles, Dallas minus two. I love this game. I love everything about this game. Man. I'm going to come out and say I'm going Philly. Dallas sucks. Yeah. I don't, I'm don't. i not a believer. Dak's hurt. Just, Philly stinks yeah. really bad. Yeah, they do. Miles Sanders is their number two receiver right now. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. It's just the fact that it's in Philly. They need boys. to win. Give Going boys. Point. Let's see. Uh, Brent and Jerk is both win Cowboys. I'm going Eagles, too. I think it's good. there's just something about it. I feel like... Something in the air. There's something in the air. Yeah, you're right. And it's just like... Dude, I like a lot of people that talk about an AC joint sprain talk about how they can't even lift their arm. They can't even tie their shoes. Wasn't that what Drew Brees had? Yeah. Or I, don't, I don't know who is specifically, but I've just been hearing it left and right all over ESPN and blah, blah, blah. But it's like... He hasn't. Dak Prescott hasn't thrown a pass all week. He's not going to throw a pass until Sunday. He was limited in the last practice, but got taken off the injury report. Oh, Dak's so hurt. He Dak has, has a hurt. Sprained AC yeah, joint. and his throwing oh, arm. That's not good. And it's like they're going to have to rely on Zeke. And one thing about the Eagles, one thing about the Eagles is that run defense hasn't gone anywhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it hasn't gone anywhere. And they always have those huge motherfuckers in the middle. Yeah, like, those guys look like giants, even in the NFL. <laughs> They're like, badasses. Like they all have the gut. Fletcher too. Cox, they right? all have the power gut. Yep, Fletcher. that's what they call it. Like big man strength, like uh, like powerlifting and like NFL linemen. Yep. If you have power gut, you literally like. That's a lot of weight, and that, yeah. like you literally can bounce people off. Absolutely, people think that's just a bunch of chubs sitting right there. No, it's, it's power. <laughs> it's fucking straight muscle. Power gut, baby. Exactly. So yeah, give me Eagles. I just don't. I don't trust Dak's yeah. AC joint. Neither do I. Actually, give me the Eagles. Then. Ooh, wow. Gary. Wow. No, that completely changes it. I hate Carson Wentz and the Eagles. Hey, I Car- them. I I did see something interesting before we move on, and it was. I mean, think about all the injuries that the Eagles have dealt with this year. The Eagles have probably been the most injury-stricken oh, yeah. team all year. The receiving core Good. has been banged up all year. Good. What's crazy, what is crazy, Carson Wentz is seventh in the NFL in, in touchdown passes. Wow. That's seventh. That good. No, that's really good. That he's, is he's right good behind Deshaun Watson. He's right behind Patrick Mahomes. Well, they're seven and seven, right? Yeah. So, I, you know, that's that's really good considering that Alshon Jeffrey's been out the whole year. Deshaun Jackson's been out the whole year. Even Nelson Aguilar's been in and out the whole year. And every year. time Ertz gets hit, he's on the ground for like exactly. a minute. He's not getting up right away anymore like still, he used to. And he's still seventh in the league in, in touchdown passes. And yeah. you saw you saw that dime he threw to, and, to Miles Sanders in the back yeah, of the end Yeah, that was zone. a nice play. That was incredible. Also, what do they do? Go to the overtime? Against the Rams. They're just not good at closing it out, man. They stink. I hate them. But. made everything about their organization. Taking them over to the Cowboys, though. Yeah. Yeah, this week. This Back week. Back out. Now, we got Cardinals at the Seahawks. Seattle minus nine. I think this is a wash. That's a wash. Yeah. At Seattle. Yeah. At Seattle. That's an absolute wash. That's about as washy as wash can get. Now, we got Monday Night Football. Another rivalry. Packers at Vikings. Minnesota minus five and a half. Brent and Jurgis both took the Packers. 
This is oh, and they have Cook out, don't they? No Cook, so it's gonna be. And I don't even think oh. Alexander Madison is gonna play either. Or he's kind of he's questionable right now, but. Boone isn't Boone playing? Mm-hmm. Boone, Matt Boone, is that who it is? I don't know. I've got to go Green Bay on this one. It just like. It's in Minnesota though, which makes me think. Yeah, but I feel like the Packers are trying to prove a point right now. Yeah. That they're not just like and a fluke. I'll I'll say it over and over again. I just don't believe in the Vikings. Period. No, they're not intimidating. To the NFC North teams know how to shut down the Vikings. It's, that's how it is. And they play like shit in the in division games. Yeah. Especially in division games. So yeah, you know what? Give me the Packers. As much as I don't want to do it, I gotta do it. Gary. This is a tough one. Monday night, showtime for Kirk. They do have... Prime time. Yeah, Packers. Yeah. (laughs) What? I completely forgot about that. Did Kirk get one prime time win this year? Yeah, against the R-Words. So now he's like... Really good. He played outstanding. Against the R-Words. I think he had another pretty good game. What about the Cowboys, wasn't it? Cowboys was prime time and he won. Yeah. Yeah, but, I mean, Mitch looked great against the R-Words and the Cowboys this year. That's also when they have Delvin Cook going off and running game and then he can just do his play action pass but exactly he did have a good game exactly can't, can't take it away from him. yeah those are the picks this week yep. hopefully hopefully I take the rain and get back to number one Gary's in first right now I'll be back I'll be back <laughs> I'm hoping that that Titans pick comes back and gives me a good dub I mean dude did they win last week Titan, Tennessee I don't think so I think they lost I'm, sure. I'm not sure no they lost to the Texans yeah yeah so they're what six and two with Ryan Tano. But they're still in it. Yeah. They're still in the playoff hunt. They need that dub. Saints don't need it as much. Who knows? We'll see. Derrick Henry has been a man recently. Absolutely. I mean, he's been a man all year. Yeah, he I is. mean, people were wondering about Derrick Henry coming this year because we saw he had a great end of the season, but before that he hadn't been that great. He definitely proved he's an elite running back in the NFL this I year. I agree. No doubt about that. Kind of regret moving him, but oh well. Hey, plenty of regrets. I regret moving Dalvin <laughs> Cook. I regret not starting Dejan Watson. What are you going to do? It's fantasy football, man. Yeah. Anybody else close the statements before we head out on this fine, fine Friday night? Bear down. Yeah, bear down, folks. Um, if you're an avid Chicago sports fan, like the fine gentleman in this room, then I'm sorry. Yep. But this is what we're going through. <laughs> and if you need any help coping with it, don't call me because I will not talk Because <laughs> we're not coping I'm with right it too well. I'm right there with you. Yeah. <laughs> we're, not, we're not coping at all. It's not going well. We're struggling, man. But yeah. And with that... That is episode number 28 of Relevant. 28 in the books, Fire. boys. 28. 28. That's 28 weeks, baby. Been doing it. It's flown by. How about it? I love this Shout shit. Shout out to the listeners. Yep. Keep on listening. Keep on showing support. Love you guys. We're going to keep on getting better. Thank you. Appreciate it. See you. Dubs out. Bear down. Poop. When the la la hits your lyrics just fit you And so hard that your hat can't fit you Either I'm with you or against you Format bench you Back through that maze I sent you Talking to the rap inventor Nigga with the game type fit that flame right Spell my name right B-I-double-G-I-E Iced out, lights out, me and see the Leo